What's up, Tigers? This is Q&A with ENA. This is Emma. And Alicia. So tonight, we are still getting to know each other. So we went ahead and thought, what is a better way to get to know each other than talking about some of our favorite movies? I mean, think about it. When you meet someone for the first time, one of the most common questions, at least for me, that I get asked is, what is my favorite movie? So, Alicia, what's your favorite movie? I am. I actually had a conversation with someone earlier this week because they asked me what my favorite food was, and I kind of wasn't able to come up with an answer. I don't necessarily have a favorite movie, but I do have movies. Like a favorite I couple of them. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm honestly not a big movie person, but when I was younger... I was terrified of the movie Flushed Away. I actually thought I was going to get flushed away. I watched it when I was three. That movie gave me nightmares for weeks. I have not watched it since 2006, but I have not watched Flushed Away. And then also Kung Fu Panda. My little sister got really scared of that, and we actually had to leave the movie theater. We oh, were wa- no. That was my first time ever watching a movie in theaters, and we had to leave early because my little sister was too scared of the, <laughs> of the oh. lion. <laughs> Um, so those are kind of like two movies. I like Kung Fu Panda, still haven't watched Flushed Away, but those are sort of like movies that are very like in my memory from my childhood. What about you? I will say like with you, when you were talking about a movie that you can't watch again, one of the movies that I watched when I was younger, I was at a friend's house having a sleepover and we were watching Mars Needs Moms. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's basically... The quick little overview is basically they take moms off of planet Earth and bring them to Mars to, like, raise these little alien babies, I guess. And it terrified me because I was like, my mom's going to get – I was probably, like, eight, but I was terrified my mom was going to be, like, abducted by aliens (laughs) and taken off of the planet. And so my friend's mom had to call my mom to come pick me up because I was hysterically crying and would not stop. And until my mom got there, like, I wouldn't stop crying. Wow. It was a little excessive, I will say. Like, thinking back on it, I think it's a little ridiculous that nobody explained to me, like, hey, Emma, you should probably know that aliens, you know, might not be real. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's the whole thing. Also, with being flushed away, like, I was only five, but still, you could probably imagine how small a toilet hole is. I'm not going to get flushed away, but in my mind, anything was possible. I mean, it's, like, the same concept as, like, Santa going down a Christmas, or, uh... Like a fireplace, right? <laughs> right? That, that, that's, I guess that is like, true. Like, think of um, the movie, um, oh, what is it? Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. And then it shows, like, he just shrinks to fit yeah. down the chimney. I have that power, too. It's just going With down toilets. my plumbing system. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, those are a couple of Disney movies. Um, what was your favorite like Disney princess movie growing up? I was always like a of the fan OG of, movies of Belle because you know she's intelligent. She's a bookworm. She's not putting up with Gaston. And I've always arrogance is such a huge turnoff, and Gaston's just the epitome of arrogance and self-absorbed. Oh yeah. For male. a fun fact, if you look up in the dictionary, arrogance like Gaston pops under. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I always was in part like partial towards Belle. Like I always, yeah. Same. I think one of my other favorite ones is The Little Mermaid. Yeah. I was obsessed with mermaids and you know when I was younger and like the show H2O came out <laughs> I I okay Clear. <laughs> full honesty here when they put H2O on H2O on Netflix I went back and rewatched the entire thing in a time span of a week all three seasons 
I was 19. You know, I honestly can't even (laughs) say anything about that. That is how I watch all TV shows. I am either completely invested or I don't watch it at all. I am so bad at binge watching. I will watch like all nine seasons of The Office in three months or all of Parks and Recs, all of Community. I just binge watch and then I won't watch anything for several months and that's kind of how I roll see when I had my gallbladder taken out I was basically on bed rest for three weeks I could not do anything and so I had a friend tell me like oh my gosh watch criminal minds because I'd watched NCIS and I loved it needless to say I am on season 13 of criminal minds and I started it in like mid-September wow that is impressive I honestly is it impressive or pathetic I can't really (laughs) have you because now I have not. I don't have the platform to watch it. Uh, that's tr- See, I hadn't seen it. And I, you know, everybody talks about it. So I thought I'd see what the hype's about. I'm only on episode one so far. I haven't really gotten invested in it. But the only reason I watch it is because my brother's girlfriend has HBO Max. And she already had been logged on to my com- uh, onto my TV because my brother had that same TV. And so I Snapchatted her and was like, hey can I just use your HBO Max? And she said, go for it. So now I can watch Euphoria, but I don't really know how I feel about that. See, I had HBO, but then I um, I only got it to watch Pretty Little Liars again because they took Pretty Little Liars off of Netflix. I hate them taking everything off Netflix and just I know. splitting it into 18 different streaming platforms. Because if you want to watch The Office, now that's Peacock with NBC. And there's HBO right. and there's Hulu. And then within Hulu, there's Hulu Premium and all of this stuff. And like it Hulu is so Live, expensive. which is, you know, $65. Like, I'm, I'm in college. You it's think so I have $65? So unnecessary. It's hilarious. I wish I had $65. No, I don't know. Definitely, though, like with Criminal Minds, they only have only like the first 12 seasons on Netflix and then seasons 13 through 15 are on Hulu. I'm like, why don't you just put them all in one place? I wonder what the tea behind that is. I definitely think it has something to do with money and contracting and stuff. Mm. I don't know exactly because I feel like they wouldn't split it up otherwise. There has to be a monetary aspect involved. No, I don't know. (laughs) the world revolves around money for sure especially with like those big shows even with Grey's Anatomy but at least all of Grey's Anatomy is in one place that is true I never really got into Grey's Anatomy I watched a few episodes and then see See, but is it because I'm a healthcare major that I love it that that is probably true I am not a healthcare person I'm not a science egal bodily fluids aren't really my jam so that makes sense I get it I I get it honestly okay so with we just did favorite disney princess what about disney prince if you could marry a disney prince who would you marry Ooh, um oh, that's a hard one i mean i know technically flynn rider isn't technically a prince but from tangled definitely flynn rider see that i was thinking along those lines so many disney princes are kind of problematic though because take the little mermaid for instance that was all based on looks he didn't know her personality she She was she couldn't even talk and so that's a little problematic you know like sleeping beauty problematic 
Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. All those Disney princes really are kind of problematic. I was going to say... What man isn't, though? (laughs) I mean, let's be honest Exactly. See, I sort of agree with the whole Flynn Rider thing, but I'm not really much of like a bad boy type person. I'm not either. I just like him. But he does... He is kind of an outlaw, but he also is a good person. So, yeah. Honestly, I think my favorite scene in the entire Tangled movie is when they're, you know, honestly, this is probably everyone's favorite, but, like, either on the boat, like, these are going to be such two drastic, like, different changes, scenes, but they're on the boat with the floating lanterns, right? Yeah. Romantic. It's beautiful. I cry because of the song. Or when she smacks him with a frying pan. Yeah. (laughs) I relate to both. I love it. I love her. Rapunzel is iconic. She really is. Such a girl boss. Girl boss gatekeep gaslight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so um ooh, okay. Favorite animal movie. Animal movie. Dolphin Tail. I never really watched any of those <gasps> Dolphin Tail Free Willy type movies. See, okay, I definitely watched Free Willy when I was younger. And then Big Miracle came out about the whales that were trapped and they let them out. I think that's what that was. Or, like, Dolphin Tale. I love it. And especially because that dolphin, Winter. So, it's based off a true story, Mm -hmm. right? So, Winter was found um, caught in a crab trap. And they ended up having to amputate her tail. And then, further down the line, she ended up actually getting a prosthetic tail. And she was super inspiring to a lot of people in the whole movie. Like, if you watch (laughs) the movie. A lot of the dolphin community was really inspired by her prosthetic tail. You're funny. (laughs) Just, like, you know what I mean. But... When, I think it was maybe a month ago, um, the marine aquarium that she was rescued from, it was Clearwater Marine Aquarium, um, she passed away. And she was actually pretty young for a dolphin to pass away, and it was something that was caught, that ended up being caused by the fact that she didn't have a tail. Wow. See, I remember watching Marley and Me back in the day, and I remember crying but I was also so young. I don't eat. I just remember the ending, and I remember crying. And that's the only animal movie I can think You're of. You're about right to now. hate me. What? I've never seen Marley and Me. Marley and Me came out in 2008. I was five years old when Marley and Me was released, and I really don't remember a lot. But I do remember it was an animal movie, and that I cried. I feel like I'm uncultured. I need to watch more shows. I'm just busy, and so a lot of the time I don't. And so then I'm just, you know, not aware of things. Yeah. We're just uh, checking to make sure we're live. We uh, had a little technical difficulty last week um, with us not being live. Yeah, but that we don't have to worry about that apparently, now. Yeah, apparently we're good. Um, so sorry for that little awkward pause there. We are all good to yeah, go. Yeah, we're good. Everybody can hear us. It's a little <laughs> laggy, but that's okay. That is how most live broadcasts operate. There's always a little bit of a lag. Um, it's okay. It's not yeah. too bad. We're no, good. it really, it really isn't. And if you're listening to this live, you're not going to realize that there's a lag. It's just there. A lag we does exist. Now, okay, but again with the animal movies, I, I'm, I, okay, I'm obsessed with horses. I've ridden them now for about seven, eight years. But I honestly think, like, people have asked me, how did you get into that? truly think i came out of the womb saw one and i was like oh i want one so you've been a horse girl since day one hey not all horse girls are like horse girls horse (laughs) girls but um no i love secretariat 
<laughs> the only Have reason I know seen? Secretariat is because I watch BoJack Horseman, <laughs> and they talk about Secretariat in BoJack, and that is my only like source of information for Secretariat. So now that I'm like, you know, in hindsight, now that I'm looking at this, it's like animal movies that are based on a true story, because Dolphin Tale, based on a true story, Secretariat, based on a true story. I'm always a little skeptical of some of those, not necessarily animal movies, but some movies that are based on a true story. I sometimes wonder how based on a true story they are and how many creative liberties they've taken. Secretariat is actually pretty historically accurate. Um, I mean, in terms of, you know, I mean, they only had, because racehorses are actually, like, they retire them at age three. They typically don't race them past age three because that's when they start to get like they're out of like their young years <laughs> plus um a lot of racehorses or racehorse owners tend to run them into the ground now and then they just sell them just ship them out or they get injured and they have to put them down secretariat easily was one i actually think he's still considered to be the greatest racehorse that ever lived he broke all three records so if you know what the triple crown is Mm -hmm. so it's the kentucky derby the preakness and the belmont stakes series of three races over a course of five weeks each of them is longer and he broke all three records and he still holds them that's impressive like literally insane and if you can um i actually believe that some of the um, audio that they use in the movie for the last race I think some of it's actually real that they, obviously they've edited a little bit mm-hmm. to make it sound more modern, but don't quote me on that. I'm not sure that that's a fact, <laughs> but everything that they use like from that race in the movie is true. Like you can go watch the real one on YouTube and it's like word for word, the exact same. And actually they put um, the owner of secretary in the end of the movie. She's like in the background as one of the fans, wow. which I think is super cool. Wow, I just totally geeked out for a minute. <laughs> About horses. Shh, it's fine. Okay, what other movies? Okay, what's your favorite, like, genre? I'm kind of a comedy person. Going back to I know what I don't like, I am not a horror movie person. I'm not either. I cannot stand horror movies. I'm also nope. very jumpy. I recently mm-hmm. I w- went and watched Moonfall with somebody. It's a sci-fi movie. There was only one. It wasn't even a jump scare. It was just sort of like a jump scene. And that I just jumped. Non-stop <laughs> jump scares. The, it, yeah, I can't do non-stop jump scares. And even if it's just one jump scare, I will jump every single time absolutely you can i'm like are you just one of those people that even if you know it's coming you still jump yeah exactly because it's not even out of fear i'm not scared i just am easily startled oh, <laughs> and so if sure. something comes out i'm just out of instinct i just jump and it's also very gory movies i don't i will look away if things see, get like, a little too much that. i will just kind of look away i don't need to see that horror movie okay it truly stuff. depends on what it is honestly for me mm-hmm. but as far as horror movies go this past fall i was like hmm i want to expand and expand my horizons a little bit let's try to watch some like actual horror movies because i think before this year the scariest movie that i'd seen was it and honestly not that scary it's got like one good jump scare in it and that's about mm-hmm. that's about it the second one is honestly comical my friends convinced me to watch um the conjuring movies and needless to say i slept with my light on for about a month 
and I remember at one point like you've probably seen previews of it the one with the nun oh yes when that scene happened I got up and was screaming like screaming I was so freaked out it scared the crap out of me and my friends were just sitting there laughing at me they were like you didn't see that coming and I was like how how would you see that she shut the door and all of a sudden it's just there no I didn't (laughs) see that coming but then they also we watched Midsummer. not really scary just super super weird not a fan and then there was one more one that we watched I think it was something along the lines of having to do with genetics, but it was also just extremely weird. 10 out of 10 would was not that recommend her, Like hereditary? Hereditary, yeah. I've seen hereditary. And then also my friends and I like to watch really intentionally bad horror movies that I can handle those because they're comical at that point. Yeah. Like dollar store horror movies. We watched one that was frogs. It was all of these frogs taken over. And then there was one, it was called Willie's Wonderland. It was with Nicolas Cage. It's sort of like Five Nights at Freddy's. He's tasked to clean this abandoned amusement park and he just kills all of these furry animatronic things. And he doesn't speak the entire time. Nicolas Cage does not say a single word this entire movie. There's these teenagers that have some lines and they break into the place and get murdered at one point. But he's just chilling. He's taking his breaks. He's just cleaning the place and killing them off. And then he just skips town at the end of the movie. And that's that's the movie. Spo- spoilers to anybody who is waiting to watch Willy's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> it wasn't going to be me, but... yeah. But that those are the kind of things I like watching, I guess. Or like the movie Scary Movie. Like, those are okay. Yeah. Those I, have, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I just am not a fan of like the of whole paranormal horror. activity, The Conjuring. I think we actually watched one of the Annabelle. No, because The Conjuring and Annabelle are like connected. Mm-hmm. And the first Conjuring had a lot of backstory as far as Annabelle goes. And honestly, like dolls just creep me out. I don't like them. They're weird. And they just sit there and stare at you. And now, especially after watching The Conjuring, my future children will never be allowed to have dolls. Not happening. <laughs> Are they you can have Legos scared of anything. clowns? Not really. Not as bad as I am as dolls. I remember, so I'm from Kansas City. And we went to Worlds of Fun one year for the Halloween haunt. Mm-hmm. And what they do there is they open up like all of their haunted houses that they have. You know, me being at the time like 15 years old, I was like, I'm not going to go in there. I'm going to punch someone, <laughs> which honestly probably still accurate to this day. But they have different areas around the parks where in some of them, they'll just have people dressed up and they'll just like follow you around. They can't touch you, but they can get as close to you as they want to. And some of them will get close like an inch away from your face and it's just creepy well they have a clown area and these clowns like they would they don't talk to you they don't touch you they just follow you and so after like five to ten minutes in there when you realize like they're not going to do anything to you they might scream in your face but like that's it and follow you around but they can't touch you so it's like what are you gonna do (laughs) fight me that's exactly how I felt because so I grew up in Hayes and the Catholic Youth Organization always puts on a haunted house but the people who were in it were people that I went to high school with so they would try to scare me or they do things but it's like bro we're in algebra together you're not gonna scare me you're the least intimidating person I know 
And so it wasn't very scary, but I had a good time. Um, oh, for sure. But what I think is really interesting is I'd never been afraid of clowns. I feel like everybody watched some scary clown movie and I just was not in the loop because I feel like that's a very common fear. But I've never understood why people hate clowns so much. They're a little weird. I would never be a clown but or uh, intentionally i am sometimes <laughs> in my daily life um but that's another story not in a literal sense not in a literal sense but i don't have any issues with them it's just kind of a you do you boo thing okay i honestly for me i think it kind of goes back to like you know the year 2016 people were tying <laughs> red balloons onto sewers okay high school core high school memory unlocked here so when my ex-boyfriend and I first started talking, we first hung out on Halloween 2016. 2016? 2017. So I was still 16. Not the point. We There was this house in my neighborhood that, like, ever since I was little, they would go all out for Halloween. They'd put up so many decorations. One year, they did a haunted garage. One year, they did a haunted backyard. I made it 10 feet into that backyard before I noped out of there. Um, I think I was eight or so when they did a haunted garage. Not gonna lie, I got scared so bad I peed my pants and I ran. I zipped out of there. But they actually ended up stop stopping and like doing all that. They used to hire people to work in their front yard and dress up and like scare little kids. <laughs> kind of a power move. Honestly. But they stopped doing it because a lot of people would start vandalizing their stuff. Well, twenty seventeen my ex and I like drive up through the neighborhood to get there and we just were walking we were walking a lot of kids are there we were just kind of looking at all the decorations we turn around and there's a red balloon tied to a sewer and I was like absolutely not absolutely not because at that time people were literally like dressing up as clowns and hurting other people and I I was terrified that somebody was down there I would not get within 10 feet of that sewer I was not nope nope and my ex walks over there and he's just like, I'm going to get this balloon. And I was like, death wish much? You good? You good, bro? He was not good. He died. And that's why he's your ex. <laughs> yeah. Because of the red yeah. balloon. Yeah. Um, his funeral is like six days later. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah. See, our neighborhood growing up was always the place that people would come to trick-or-treat and so some people would really go all out but not in a haunted house way there were some college guys that lived in this house a couple blocks over that dressed up in a gorilla suit one year and like we're on (laughs) this was before harambe (laughs) bh before harambe um that's how we're just gonna categorize time before and after harambe but this was before harambe and they were in a gorilla suit and i was in second or third grade and i remember being very scared because they were on their roof and then they jumped off of their roof and were screaming or something i don't really remember i was just scared but my brother and i would map out a map of our trick-or-treating route because we wanted to get the most candy and we always had a haul every year i'm i miss trick-or-treating why is it not socially acceptable for college students to go trick-or-treat like i want free candy we should do something with the dorms like trick-or-treating at the dorms everybody (laughs) it's like trunk or treat but inside that is true it's not not with cars so dorm or treat (laughs) dorm or treat (laughs) (laughs) i don't know um okay horror movies i definitely like rom-com so like 
The Proposal is definitely one of my favorite movies because I'm Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock, both of them love. Um, I watched, I think I told you this the other day. I just watched um, Sweet Home Alabama for the first time the other night and that was really good. Um, you know, Patrick Dempsey, love him. Um, what are some other good ones? Just some like, or just like coming of age movies like Love, Simon, The Duff, She's the Man, like all these like top tier okay i will binge watch those until six in the morning wow i my siblings and my mom went through a hallmark rom-com phase then the hallmark movies they are so predictable i mean all rom-coms are kind of predictable depending on which ones you watch but hallmark rom-coms in particular are very very predictable and i got to the point where i could watch the first 10 minutes and tell you the entire plot and even down to the minutes they have certain time codes where it's like this is the misunderstanding that almost breaks them up but they're gonna be back in the next 10 minutes because it's just that formulated and they reuse the same actors it's so funny because homework sure. doesn't have the budget to hire new people so it's I just mixing like and matching i still like them though or I mean, they're feel good yeah turn your brain off type movies yeah just like grab a pint of ice creams if you're of age you know <laughs> maybe a glass of chardonnay i don't know i don't know if i can say that on here I don't think that's against FCC regulations. You are a, you're a legal adult. You can do that legally. Yeah, I'm 21. I don't think it would be legal for me to say things, but you have you have the pass. Okay. You're 21. Okay. Okay. We're good then. Um, what's another? I don't know. Okay, I just thought of Shrek because Cameron Diaz is in the holiday. Cameron <laughs> Diaz is Fiona. I don't. My brain. Those those are the connections you make. Yep. See, I recently watched Shrek. I hadn't watched it in several years, but I did watch it when I was in Lawrence, partly because I was actually eating ice cream. I went to Target, ate some ice cream. It was a Saturday night, you know, very busy plans watching oh, yeah. Shrek. And also because for my final in one of my journalism classes, my professor said we had to make a presentation over anything she talked about in class. And she said to make it unique, anything she talked about. Well, she goofed a little bit. She did have a singular bullet point over the movie Shrek in one of her lectures in September or October. And so I based my entire final J101 presentation over how Shrek was the face of the 2000s and the cultural impact Shrek has had. 100%. Got, got 100%. And we secured the bag. And that's how, you know, you keep school interesting. You just try to find funny ways to keep things, keep yourself entertained. Oh, 100%. I actually, I think I had a friend that actually kind of did something similar, wrote an essay on the cultural impact of Shrek. And honestly, not ridiculous, but like just kind of funny. Like the song in it, oh, what is it called? Rockstar? Um, is that what Smash, it's? All Star, All Star. All Star. By Smash Man. You hear the first second of that song and anybody that has seen the movie Shrek knows immediately what song it is. Mm -hmm. I saw a video of that. I think it was like on one of those BuzzFeed things on Snapchat where they were doing the one second. Like, if you can't guess it in one second, here's five <laughs> seconds. First second, like just the first beat. And immediately I was like, all-star, Shrek. 
and I was so proud of myself. Exactly. In the whole outhouse scene where he's like, because that's just how the movie. And like giving himself a mud bath. and It is definitely. We are coming up on the half hour mark. So we're going to take a little break. And I thought if you can log me into your computer, I have a song I want to play. Because I heard this last night. And even though it's not related to movies, I just felt like <laughs> sharing. I feel so, a little bit afraid um, right now. Here's the thing. Do you remember yodeling walmart boy oh no are you about to play this kid's new song because i swear to god i've heard it all over tiktok <laughs> i can't if it's like the <laughs> twang one i'm let me see here i'm literally not going to do the podcast with you ever again Alrighty. we were actually talking <laughs> like, about this at a uh, tiger media network because i hate country music but i think it's so funny that this kid is still making music how is he like He's 15 years old, and the Walmart incident was four years ago. That was 2018. And while you process how everybody is getting older and we are all going to die at one point, this is Before I Knew It by the good old Mason Ramsey.
Ariel, listen to me. The human world, it's a mess. Life under the sea. We are back. back. Sorry to cut off the <laughs> under the sea. Um, kind of wanted to keep going on the break yeah. just so we could jam out to that in here for a sec. I but. did look that up. Uh, this song was not recently released. The Mason Ramsey song we just listened to was actually released back in 2019. So that was three years ago. So that was released when he was 12 years old. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> that was oh a year gosh. after his yodeling Walmart performance. Oh my gosh. Do you remember? I have a very vivid memory of watching the first viral yodeling Walmart boy. It was on my birthday. I was at a state science fair competition in Wichita. I was in a hotel room and one of my friends at the time showed me this. And that was my first encounter with Mr. Mason Ramsey and his yodeling Walmart bit. I... I have a good memory, but I don't know exactly where I was the first time I saw <laughs> that That, that video. wasn't a pivotal point in your high school career no. when Mason Ramsey dropped, dropped his Walmart. Oh, I remember everybody, like, you know, playing videos of it constantly. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't. No. I swear. Honestly, I think the kid is so annoying, which is probably a really unpopular opinion. Should have included that in last week's episode, but nevertheless... <laughs> Nevertheless, honestly, I kind of respect the hustle. You know, he is really capitalizing on his 15 minutes of fame. Um, because he, he it was really 15. He, he yodeled like, w- once in Walmart, got on the Ellen show, and said, I'm gonna make a career out of this. But somebody told me earlier today he's working at Subway, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that's working out for him. Oof, <laughs> imagine going to Subway and you're just telling the yodeling Walmart boy how you want your sandwich made. <laughs> Oh, no, see if he can get it with a side of yodeling. <laughs> do it, do it. I'm not doing it. No. I'm not gonna do it. No. Like saying lettuce, and then him just like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> just yodeling. Lettuce. <laughs> like just imagine him yodeling, the whole way, just making your sandwich, just going down the line, yodeling every time you say an ingredient. Like imagine you're going to Mondo's. And having that kid down there be like, what kind of meat do you want on your sandwich? And him just like telling you what you could get just all while yodeling. (laughs) I swear, I would honestly probably pay for my sandwich at the end and throw it at him. I would be impressed, but also I wouldn't know how to handle that. I wouldn't exactly. I'm bad at reacting to certain situations that I don't that are out of my normal. And so I feel like I would just go along (laughs) with it because I would be too scared I, I would think I was dreaming, and I just kind of go along with it and go, you know what, you do you, boo. Honestly, I think I'd probably, I'd probably think of like, what did I do to myself <laughs> to get here? What choice did I make? The real question is, what choice did the Mondo subs man make that he's now yodeling the meat ingredients for Mondo subs? Yeah, that's probably a better question. Cause it's not your fault. You're you're the victim in this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit. I wouldn't quite call it violated, but I would definitely feel uncomfy <laughs> just standing there. Like, why are you yodeling? Just, just talk. Like, why are you singing? 
it's high school musical i always thought no. that was interesting how they would just break into song and nobody seemed to think that was even remotely weird and everybody w- had choreographed dance routines they were just- okay i always thought the same thing as like how do they all know to dance like together like when you're little you don't grasp the concept of oh this is what rehearsal is and then this is what filming is and here are what takes are like they filmed this hundreds of times like yeah now I understand that as an adult when I was like nine years old I was like how do they all know the same dance how are they all doing it at the same time were you a high school musical fan you did not like high school musical okay I didn't not like it but I was just not as inherently obsessed with it as like almost everyone else I went to school with I have one friend that this girl is obsessed with High School Musical. Like, <laughs> why? Like, they're like, it is the best thing that has ever happened to, like, you know, America. I'm like, what? After the first movie, I liked the second movie because it was Same. set in the summer and I felt the soundtrack yeah. was good. But after that, they did a third one and I felt like the third one was just a bad recreation of the first two because they all sort of follow the same plot. Troy and Gabrielle are together. Something almost tears them apart. They all end up together mm-hmm. at the end. And so it seemed a little repetitive by the third go round. But I... I was I liked them. I think I had a high school musical birthday cake when I was six years old. So, yes, it was oh. my sixth birthday. But I also had a Hannah Montana cake when I was five. So I don't remember what kind of birthday cakes I had. I definitely had a horse one at one point. I can tell you that much. But other than that, did you ever watch Hannah Montana? Oh, absolutely! Oh, okay. Did I watch Hannah Montana? I went to a Miley Cyrus concert when I was like nine. You did? Yeah, and this was at the point where, like, oh my gosh, did you guys know that Miley Cyrus is Hannah Montana? <laughs> like, I went around telling people at school like that was the biggest secret that I ever knew, and I was so confident in it. I was like, nobody else knew. Like, nobody knows. Like, I'm the only one that knows that Miley Cyrus <laughs> is Hannah Montana. No, like I don't. Who let me think that? Who let me walk into my elementary school and go tell people like, oh my gosh, did you guys know Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana? Yeah, Emma. Everybody freaking knows that because they've all seen <laughs> Hannah Montana the movie. Say or like when, like I don't know about you, like with you and Santa, but like I kind of like figured out that Santa wasn't real because I was like, mm, how does he get to all of these houses? It's kind of a similar thing. Why is this music still so loud in the background? <laughs> just some opera singers just talking about your Santa experience. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I definitely feel like a high school musical was definitely one of those big ones. Or like iCarly and Victorious. I never watched those. I loved those. Or like the OGs like SpongeBob, Avatar, The Last Airbender, Caillou. I don't know. Have you ever seen the Berenstein Bears? I didn't watch the TV show, but I was obsessed with the books. See, nobody knows what the show is. And I, that was one of my favorite ones. Or, oh, what was the one with the blue octopus? I don't know what you're talking about. Or, ooh, Backyard Again was a good one. Wonder Pets. <laughs> I have this vi- very vivid memory of seventh grade social studies. We had to make an Adobe Spark page, and it was like our test page. And I don't think it's saved anywhere. I sure hope it's not saved anywhere. If I'm running for public office, that'll be incriminating evidence. We all decided to sing the Backyardigans theme song. I don't know what possessed us to do that, but there's a recording somewhere of me and 
four or five other girls in my seventh grade social studies class singing the backyard against theme song i'm literally gonna find out which elementary school you went to or what middle school you or it, was hayes, it was hayes middle school there's only one okay, here unless i went I to the catholic middle school tmp Got a i'm literally gonna contact hayes <laughs> middle school just to see if they have they, that on record they definitely don't i i don't <laughs> it, it's all on our ipads and it was through somebody's adobe spark page if I'm i sure. can find it i'm playing it on a podcast episode now i'm really curious if i could find it i don't think i think all of our school emails and stuff were dis disabled after we graduated yeah, I know mine was. Yeah, so then it's probably lost some of this. Just time. I, okay. I will contact the school district, Alicia. I will do it. <laughs> our tech people <laughs> are, are overworked trying to make people's devices work, and then you call in asking to see if they can find a backyardigans recording <laughs> from 2016, 2017, something like that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I guess it would give them something to talk about when they go home for the day. Yeah, I was like, this how, was, how was working today? Oh, this 21-year-old came in and called asking for a recording of one of her friends singing the backyard against From seventh grade. <laughs> Casual day for Emma. Just a day in the life. <laughs> I wake up. <laughs> After making my coffee, I call the local middle school, try to see if they have any incriminating evidence on my friends. It's, it's a very busy life I lead. And then I go home and snuggle my cat some more. And take a four-hour nap. Oh, shush. I'm going to get my sleep where I can get it. Don't oh, judge no, me. No, I, I agree entirely. I wish that was me. Oh, okay. So while we're on the topic of, like, childhood TV shows, how do you feel about the Barbie movies? I liked them, but I'll be honest, I didn't really watch a whole, whole lot of them. My I watched Phineas and Ferb. That was, oh. a, that was a big thing. And then my parents were, you know, those Christian parents want to make sure we have good influences watching PBS Kids. Arthur, uh, yep. I'm trying to think of the other ones that I watched really frequently. It was pretty much PBS Kids for me. I'm going to Google, like, common, like, little kid TV shows in the early 2000s. Yeah. No, but, like, the Barbie movies, like, honestly, since I've already said that, you know, I'm obsessed with horses, people can probably guess which one was my favorite. The Magic of Pegasus, baby. <laughs> I love that. Or Swan Lake was a good one. Let's see. Common little kid TV shows. I guess maybe they were made in the 90s, so I'm going to look at the 90s. Never watched Rugrats. I literally can't. I never watched Powerpuff Girls. Did you ever watch Fetch with Ruff Ruffman? No. I definitely (laughs) watched Clifford the Big Red Dog. Because so fetch it was really interesting it was a reality tv show type thing they had these kids and they'd go on quests and one of my dreams i wanted to be on that show so badly i thought it would be so cool to be a kid on fetch with rough rough oh my gosh i honestly do okay my grandma actually would not let my sister and i watch spongebob at her house because she thought we were just like killing our brain cells Ooh, dragon tails Oh, <laughs> loved that. I distinctly remember when my littlest sister was born. I got the call that she was born while I was watching Dragon Tales. Um, Oswald was the blue octopus. Oswald. I he had a pet hot that. dog. Because that definitely makes sense. Franklin and Friends, the turtle. Oh, yes. I vaguely remember that. Oh, 
This is just nostalgic. I love it. There's Caillou. The Doodle Bops. Did you ever watch that? No, but I, I have either. like made In the fun. comment, the description under it is this one was a little strange. <laughs> Clifford. Martha Speaks. Did you ever watch that? Mm-mm. It's a dog who ate alphabet soup. Max and Ruby. Yes. All of these bring back very Charlie and Lola. Specific. Charlie and Lola. I don't think I ever watched that. Oh. But when my oldest sister was in high school, I was still in elementary school. And one of the one of my friends, his dad is a teacher at the high school. And I remember once we went to go pick up my older sister and I saw my friend Tommy and we just start running. I don't know where we're running. I don't understand the map of the high school. And we end up in his dad's room eating powdered donuts and watching Max and Ruby on the projector. I have three words for you. Yes. The magic school bus. I watched a little but not a whole, whole lot. Reading Rainbow. Do you remember like sitting in school and they'd put on like Reading Rainbow? Like I those was stupid education. Until middle school. I wish I had been homeschooled. Um barney i definitely watched barney i remember when selena gomez and demi lovato were on barney and everybody pulls oh, up when those they were clips like when they were really tiny saying that this was where it all started blues clues remember when there was that whole controversy over oh yeah i, I was obsessed with care bears i had so many care bear I stuffed animals i had a huge one i married my care bear I have a video of me in a wedding dress marrying this large stuffed Care Bear. <laughs> I want to see it. I will so try bad. to find it. I will at find Tiger it. Media Network. Please post this on Instagram. <laughs> Say this is why you should listen to our podcast because we. This explain. literally just turned into like talking about movies. So like now we're just nostalgic. I love yeah. it. Remember when Bill Nye? Oh, that was middle school. Every science class, they just said, "Let's put on Bill Nye. Let's not Bill Nye. I swear, science guy. Ooh, or like I guess like the newer TV shows, like Girl Meets World. I watched Shake It Up. Shake It Up, Zendaya. And then who is that other girl who's dyslexic? Bella Thorne. Oh yeah, because that was the. <laughs> she always had that thing on Disney where she talked about the time I was like diagnosed with dyslexia. <laughs> and then it just got memed on. Ooh, one of my all-time favorite movies, Parent Trap. I really liked that. Like the old school one, not the new updated one. Like the OG yes, with Lindsay Lohan. Yes, I liked that. There's a new Parent Trap? Yeah, they redid it recently-ish. I don't Apparently there was one made in 1961. <laughs> so not the OG, but the good one. The next... That's not even the second one. There was How one many in- Parent Traps are there? Okay, the one with Lindsay Lohan was released in 1998. The first one was 1961, and The Parent Trap 2 was 1986. So that one... It's a comedy... We just casually got um, Lion King playing in the background. Absolutely, as we should. Lion King is definitely a good one, too. Okay. No, that's not what I want. I want the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan. 19... 1998. Okay. Yeah, so this was released in 1998, which I think is bizarre. Like, it... Like, I grew up with that movie, but it was released before I was even born. Yeah. 
Okay, what about movies like The Parent Trap? Because we can get in, like, that same, like, you know, mm-hmm. age range. Ooh, Full House. I watched some of that. I watched it. Not a whole, whole lot. Freaky Friday. I vaguely remember that. Did you watch Fuller House when it came out? No. I did not either. <laughs> Definitely did not. Mean Girls, always a oh, goodie. yes. Um... Spy Kids, dude. <laughs> Spy Kids. That was always a good one. You know, that's one thing that the media really misrepresents. There are not as many spies and undercover agents as, as you think. Uh, as as I was led to believe as a youth. Ooh, 101 Dalmatians was always a good movie, too. Yeah. I feel like Cruella is definitely... Ooh, if we're going to talk about Disney movies, let's talk about now, like, your favorite Disney villain. Disney villain. What's Maleficent. Disney villains. See, like, the Maleficent movies on Disney Plus, I love. Like, Angelina Jolie is just... (laughs) Yeah. Love, like, I actually haven't seen the the new Maleficent movie. I like them a lot. Um, I think there's supposed to be a third one. Like they, you know, you can tell when a movie's gonna have another one after yeah. because they leave off with like a cliffhanger. Yeah, there's like, hey, this big problem in this conflict <laughs> has been solved in this movie, but just kidding, here's another here's one. Here's another one. See, I'm okay with sequels as long as they do it well. I think sometimes they really jump the shark and just keep doing things because they know people will watch them. Like the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. The first one, I enjoyed it. It was kind of funny. And then after that, they made so many more because they knew it would sell and they knew they could do it. But just because you can doesn't Doesn't mean mean you you should. should. (laughs) That should be my life motto, but yet here we are. Um, I definitely feel like as long now we're on the topic of series that were done horribly, like Hunger Games, first movie, loved it. Second movie, I actually was okay with the second movie, but the third one sucks. Divergent, love the first movie. Same with second movie. Second movie's pretty decent too. Third one, didn't even finish it. I read all of those books in like middle school. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually even finish it. Because they wanted to turn the second half of it into, like, a TV show. And all of the cast members were like, this is not what we signed a contract of. So Did no. you ever read the Lightning Thief books? No. Because those movies, when we were talking about books versus movies, that is the absolute worst example I can think of. They do not follow the book even remotely. If you watch the movies, it is very loosely based on the book. There's this whole subplot that's not... It's awful. See, not having read those books, I do enjoy the movies. Yeah. I wish there had been more of them, but had I been someone who read the books, I'd please, I'd be like, please don't ever do this again. <laughs> exactly. That's- but now I have a favorite couple of book series, like Throne of Glass is um, currently like in the process of being made into a TV show. And then um, this author's other series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, they want in movies. Mm-hmm. And I am so worried because I know that there are going to be people who have not read the books. They go in and they're like, oh my gosh, this actress is so pretty and we're just all going to be sitting here like, that literally doesn't look like her at all. So I'm just kind of worried for that. But as far as like Twilight goes, it's been getting a lot of hate recently. 
Are you well, like, team Edward or team Jacob? That's Edward. the important question. I agree. I feel like both options aren't wonderful, though, to be completely See, honest. See, I read the books, though, and I mm-hmm. liked the books a lot. And so, like, naturally, I like the movies a lot. Mm-hmm. But definitely, like, the first movie super cringy. I kind of hate the second one until the third one. Like, the third one is where it, like, gets good. And then, like, the Breaking Dawn movies, love. I love part two because at the very end – they go through like all of the major cast members through all of the movies and it's just this nostalgic and you know like Christina Perry's Thousand Years is playing like it's so <laughs> nostalgic and it's like oh my gosh it's over I dislike the endings of things I always get hit in my feels especially if you get really invested in a TV show and you've spent so much time watching it and then it ends it feels it hits you it really does but mm-hmm. I remember reading the first Twilight book and thinking people really are obsessed with this relationship nothing about this seems healthy at all because the first book edward shows up and he's like i just can't keep things together because she just her blood smells so great and then at one point he i remember him admitting to watching her sleep and she goes oh "Oh my gosh that's so cute in what reality in what universe would a man tell you that he watches you sleep and your first reaction be that's That's attractive that's cute i would be calling the cops i would be getting a restraining order i don't care how attractive you are and here's the thing with that if you're like in a relationship and you're like not staring at your significant other sleep but like there's not a way that I can say this, but I now it doesn't see sound where you're weird. Going. We're like, but like, you're, if you're like, because I stay up a lot later than my boyfriend does, so when I stay with him, I'll like stay up pretty late watching something on my computer, and he is kind of a bed hog. He will always roll over, and some part of his body has to be touching me, whether it's his arm, his head, something, and generally his head ends up on my shoulder, and I'll just look at him and I'm like, oh, you're cute. Yeah, but you don't but break into his house. Yeah, you don't break into his house and just watch him sleeping. No, that's weird. And at that point, they weren't even really in a relationship. It was before all of that. No, they weren't in a relationship. And so that just made things even sketchier. Just weird. I feel like this could even tie into next week's episode with relationships, that a lot of relationships portrayed in the media are definitely not healthy. Well, and like with that, like societal standards too, like you bring that into it, like you have all of these movies that is like this is what romance should look like and then you look at it and you're like that's super toxic no wonder nobody has a health if you don't have parents who have a healthy relationship which i feel like a lot of people don't have that you're just looking for your pattern based off of media and most of the time that is very unrealistic and potentially especially with like celebrities celebrities tend to portray you know their lives are perfect they have this perfect husband their kids you know they work and it's like that's not achievable for everyone and then you're also teaching them that life should always be perfect and if something goes wrong like oh sucks and see you don't really know what goes on behind the scenes you see all these pictures and you see all these montages that people make and they think wow this is what love is everything's perfect and people get really invested in celebrity relationships almost i think it's kind of weird how invested here's a good one have you seen the movie the wedding planner no i have not it is jennifer lopez matthew mcconaughey love the both of them they're fantastic actors so basically jennifer lopez is a wedding planner 
and she is like on her way to a meeting with one of her new clients and she gets her shoe stuck in something on a road and a car bumps into a dumpster up the street and the dumpster starts rolling down towards her and this man who is portrayed by Matthew McConaughey jumps out like full hero mode (laughs) saves her from the rolling dumpster but hits her head and he's a doctor naturally of course perfect timing I guess coincidence no takes her to the hospital and then you know there's like that magic moment with the five second pause where they're just staring at each other intently like (laughs) that tension I've never met you before but I could marry you you right now and basically they her friend comes and picks her up from the hospital. He's like, oh, come to the movies with us tonight at the park. They play all these old movies. Well, then they're dancing in the rain and, you know, or they're dancing and then all of a sudden they're about to kiss and it starts downpouring. And the next day she's meeting with her client and her husband shows up and it's the doctor. And long story short, like they end up getting married at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert for the wedding planner if you haven't seen it. But like... I think that's a little toxic, don't you? Like, they were only talking for, like, a week. And, well, okay, I guess they didn't get married, but they started dating. Wait, so He she broke showed... up with her fian- his fiancé. Oh. But I guess she technically, like, they both called off the wedding because she was like, I need to find myself. See, I always, that is a very common trope in Hallmark movies where it's the, a lot of the time it's a guy in the Hallmark movies where it's like, this businessman doesn't have time for his relationship. He's worried about Wall Street. But then she goes home for the holidays and finds Mr. Lumberjack helping out children in a soup kitchen on weekends. And now she's called off her relationship with Mr. Too Busy for her. It's honestly kind of like the holiday, like. This woman literally swaps houses with this woman in Europe. She goes to Europe. Brother comes over unknowingly, like, sister's not home. He's drunk. And they end up getting together. And then back in, like, California where that girl was saying that European girl is there. (laughs) And one of her, I think it's a coworker of hers. But he's played by Jack Black. And, like, they start dating. And I'm just like, how... How are people Typical. getting into these? Exactly. And how do, how are people just falling into these relationships? Two-week time span. Exactly. Like, where's, where's my two-week boyfriend? Yeah, I've been here two weeks. Come on. Chop, chop. Miss girl, you've been here for like six months. Oh, no, you haven't. You just got here. JK. I... <laughs> <laughs> I've no. been here for two years. Yeah. Three years. Well, years. on that note, you know, next week is Valentine's Day. It sure is. So we're going to have a special spicy relationship episode for you guys pg-13 though because of fcc regulations oh yeah not not that spicy we're just gonna talk about valentine's relationships yeah what are valentine's day traditions yeah (laughs) valentine's day traditions that's kind of presumptuous that i have those um (laughs) what are your love languages things like that it's gonna be a fun time so tune in next week it'll be same time same place or if you're catching us on spotify Anytime, any place. Thank you all for watching. And also, okay. just a PS, hello to our new followers on Spotify as well. Thank you guys for joining <laughs> yes. us. All right. See you guys next week.